0: In these uncertain times, we at Simi Valley Adventist School are committed to using every avenue of communication to support our parents and our students. As we confront what it means to learn at a distance, the entire staff is working hard to make this new remote education landscape more easily navigated. This is the Simi Valley Adventist School News and Updates. Welcome. I am the host, Stephen Stokes, principal and teacher at Simi Valley Adventist School. Join me as we discuss the latest updates of our K-8 through school and support for you and your children, their education now and for eternity. Good evening, Simi Valley. How are you doing? It is April 20 at 8 p.m. And I did not do a weekend uh, podcast. I gave you a break from hearing me talk to you guys. I thought, you know what? Let's see if, if they uh, can handle the weekend themselves. How was your weekend? I hope it was good. And I hope you took advantage of doing nothing but uh, spending the time. Don't worry about the schoolwork. And just going out there and having a wonderful time with your kids. Uh, Update-wise, you know, so every teacher is making some changes to what they're uh, trying to get done. And... Uh, it's been, I think, very effective, and uh, the feedback's been good. Uh, I've sent out an email that uh, this Thursday there's an optional parent meeting for those of you that want to just come and commiserate and talk about what's going on and maybe get some helpful hints from other, other parents who are going through it. So I sent out an invitation. It's an optional meeting, 7 p.m., uh, time just to meet and greet. It'll be run by the parents who show up, and uh, some of you are looking for some, some feedback and some time just to talk, and this will be a chance to talk to each other and see how it's going. One of the questions I get on a regular basis is how do they, how do I know? I'm here with the kids and you know, I'm doing the best I can. I don't even know if they're learning or not and I can't tell. So um, I'd like to go over some, uh, some ways that you can tell whether or not the students are continuing their education well. I know you're worried they'll fall behind. Maybe they're wasting this time. They're not learning anything while the school's closed. And certainly, you know, it's looking different from what, the way it was. Uh, that's why I've told you to give yourself a break. Remember, the truth is, kids do not stop learning, right? They're learning all the time. Uh, Mason Staubach has been up with his grandfather in Oregon and got stuck there. And he's been going out every day and learning about so many different things. And, and he's in a different environment, so he's learning different things. Um, all of the world, right, learning is happening in, in not the usual manner. And so um, they're watching what you are doing in a stressful situation. They're watching how to deal with grief for later. Um, So it's important that we give them positive learning experiences through this so they can see that. I mean, this is a worldwide pandemic. We haven't seen anything like this in our lifetime. Um, I've seen on TV people have compared it to 9-11 and to everything. But this one's affecting all of us here, people losing jobs People are, you know, there's so many things that are happening. So um, it's important that we give them these positive experiences at home throughout the day. So uh, I want to reassure you that that's, these children are learning and um, they don't need to be the teachers themselves. And you don't need to be a teacher yourself. And you don't need to tie yourself into knots to be a superhuman. So let's look at some of the things that, that happen. Number one, they say they're bored. And of course, you know, their usual activity includes going to school. That stopped. And it's natural to feel lost or, you know, not sure what to do with their time. But I, I want to urge you to not jump in with ready made activities. I think I've told this on more than one occasion that well, one time I turned to my mom and I went upstairs and I'm like, I'm bored. It was the summertime, there wasn't anything to do. And my mom looked at me and she said, No, you're boring. I'm like, looking at her, she's like, if you're not boring a person, you won't be bored. Find something to do. It's You know, so don't always jump in with the, okay, let's find something to do, I'll hurry up quick. Boredom creates imagination, creativity, resourcefulness, inventiveness. Trust me, <laughs> you have to be careful, I guess, but they will find ways to get entertained and get engaged. You know, nope, you can't have the TV, you can't have the laptop, the tablet, whatever it is. Um go find a way to get entertained and they'll do it. They will find new ways to do old things. I had students tell me about new games they are kind of creating at the house. One kid said, it's such a good game. It's just, I want to teach it to you. I'm like, okay. So at some point soon, he's going to teach me this new game he's got. And, uh, just because they, you know, can't leave the house doesn't mean they can't, um, find, take these skills and things that they do have and create, you know, flexible, adaptable games. um, so, uh, you know, they can connect online with their friends, but uh, they can also find other things to do, okay? Um, I know that, that finding things to do kind of creates noise, right? They're practicing musical instruments, playing board games, asking questions. It seems like you may be constant chatter, right? But the fact is, noise means they're, they're learning, okay? Um, finding new ways to do things and can be noisy, so, but remember that noise often is if it's positive behavior. When they're engaged, they're going to be noisy. Perhaps they're puzzled, right? Perhaps they're not sure what to do. Uh, that's, a, that's a form of learning. I don't know how to do this. Let's figure it out. That's a great. Not knowing how to do something is a great way to learn. You know, spend some time. Remember, not everything is learned in an instant. Not everything comes to you, boom, and oh, I got it. I see it. I got it. In fact, sometimes the best things we learn are things we puzzle over for a while. Do you remember the first time you got a gigantic uh, jigsaw puzzle of 5,000 pieces? And it just seemed endlessly difficult. But at the end, when you were finished, how proud you were. Look, being puzzled is a great thing. Okay? A challenge. It takes time to overcome. You know, it can be messy, right? But um, developing spatial thinking and fine motor skills, problem solving, reasoning skills, these are things that come with a challenge that is not solved immediately. And we can teach them right now, hey, I know you can't do it now. That's a great thing because when you learn it, you'll have conquered something big. But it it may be messy to learn, right? Messiness is a good sign of learning. Uh, It is Obviously, we don't want to uh, have a mess everywhere forever for always, and we want to maybe make plans on messiness, but inventing things out of junk material, cooking lunch, right? Conducting a a science experiment they find online, or having Legos everywhere, pick them up because they're horrible to step on. Building a, 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 a fort in the bedroom with old sheets and blankets and wood you find from the backyard or the garage. It can be messy, but it can be great. So what a tremendous, important design concept, right? Let them experiment with their creativity and with what they're doing. And if it doesn't work, do it again, right? Um, Messiness, challenges, noise. These are all ways that they're going to be, signs that they're learning. Uh, Are they reading more? This, you know what? I tell you, uh, I wish, I wish in all honesty that I had more time during the day, but I would love I would set aside an hour every day after lunch and say, we've got a quiet hour. Quiet time is reading time. If you fall asleep, fine, but we're going to be reading. And just everybody find a good book, settle in, right? As long as you're doing it every day, it, it doesn't have to be a class novel or a special reading book from school. It could be their favorite book or recipes or instructions for a game or subtitles on a movie. Uh, I'd rather them get a good storybook have the older one read to the younger one a really good story or you as a parent pick up you know I gotta tell you I was in middle school when I got it but I spent uh, when my son was in sixth grade I read the Lord of the Rings trilogy to him and we would spend 30 minutes every night but I mean now boy if we had time just to sit there because it's great to make the different voices and you know, go, go through the whole litany of Dr. Seuss books with the kids and have fun reading it to them, you know. Um, audiobooks are online also now. There's a lot of audiobooks, but there's really great stuff out there. It doesn't matter, but spending time reading. Reading, if they're reading, they're learning. Absolutely. Helping out. Helping each other, right? This is a, I had one parent tell me that this is their first chance to really teach their children how they want to. They, they were kind of excited. I'm really getting my kids into a morning groove. They're teaching them to to create a new culture in the household with chores, preparing meals, gardening, right? Life skills, we don't get, we're so in a rush so often. Now you've got time. You can get up say, nope, you're going to come into breakfast, make your bed, do, you know, this? this is an opportunity to teach things, if you want, that we don't have time. Taking responsibility for things. Because they can be discussed and decisions on how it's happening. And how about sitting the family down and coming up with earthquake plans and preparedness and fire plans and preparedness and practicing it. Um, getting them you know to be responsible. Even at an early age. I just showed an, uh, a movie to my students called On the Way to School. An amazing film. These are young kids having to walk through dangerous treacherous areas in the world just to get to school an hour two hours sometimes three hours just to get to school and my students were saying wow they're so young and they're so independent our kids can do more than than we think they really can and i would suggest you know household chores meal preparation these would be all great cleaning up after the meal and then going back and finally if kids are moving around they're learning all right not only do you want to develop healthy bones and muscles and brains, you know, whatever they're doing that can get a chance to go outside when it's better, but you know, if they're, even if they're moving around and jumping jacks or going out for a walk or a bike ride with a the family, these are things that can be done. And if they're moving, they're, they're, they're learning. Um, not just their, their bodies, but even their hands, engaging them in like skills and, little things they can do, cutting and stirring a cake mix, writing a letter with a pencil, right? Building towers with paper um, or digging a hole with a spade as you decide to plant a little garden in the backyard. Look, obviously they're contacting with us and they're doing their work and there's obviously a curriculum and a design behind everything we do. And you know that we are working hard to support you and to help support the child's learning at home as we're trying to create this online learning environment our lower grade teachers are making packs of learning materials to distribute every week and we're putting those list of activities to do I've created project more project based things as we you know to spend more time you know obviously if they need a break and you say you know what I'm having a stressful day I'm going to sit them in front of the screen and they're going to watch reruns of DS9 or I Love Lucy as I like to say it's okay it's totally fine you know there are times you need to chill out But I don't want you to worry that they're not learning. They are learning. And they're learning effectively. And you're doing a great job in this process of teaching. So I don't want you to worry at all that you're not somehow meeting a standard. You are. Okay? So I hope you guys uh, do a great job of observing, too, while you're doing it. You know, I have a a thought that I'm going to put out there. How about take, keeping a journal? Watch them throughout the day and keep a journal of this time period. Sit down in the evening and say, you know what, what happened today? Write it down so that someday in the far distant future, when this is a memory, your kids, will, remember that time when we were there? Yeah, I've got this journal. I wrote down everything you were doing. Uh, take pictures, you know, with our with these phones and the ability to camera. What a great way to document this time period. So... Don't worry. They're learning. Enjoy it. Find ways to enjoy it. Take time for you to enjoy it. You're doing a great job, Mom and Dad. And uh, I want you to know that we're very proud of every one of you. Let's pray as we end this evening on this uh, Monday night. Dear Lord, thank you for the challenges that have come our way and for the answers that have come our way and the fact that you are right here beside us. It is so good to know that... We are not alone. That so many other people are feeling the same thing, and that yet still, Lord, that anxiety can creep up. So take it from us tonight. Plus every parent that is in our school, all of our families far near. Keep us safe and keep us healthy. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, that's it. Once again, another successful podcast. And uh, this one's below 15 minutes. I'm proud of myself. Have a good evening, and we will talk to you again, and I will talk to you soon.